Solu Shofule is an illustrator, an author, a creative designer, and a publisher of children's books. With a background in architecture, illustrations, and character animation, Tolu brings a wealth of experience and freshness to the projects he is involved in. He is deeply passionate about producing quality and relevant contents for children that will in turn impact and empower them in a positive way. Over the years, Tolu has had the pleasure of working on a myriad of projects ranging from children's books, merchandise, and interactive games. Please welcome Tolu as he facilitates this professional workshop titled Creating Dynamic Illustrations for Children's Books. Illustration plays a very important role in the world of children's book. It helps children to relate to the context of the story. When a child wants to read or learn, they find it easier to understand what they're reading if the book has pictures in it. It helps them, as in the illustrations, helps them to relate to the story easily. Hi, my name is Tolisha Fuller and I am an author, an illustrator, a creative designer, and a children's picture book publisher. And I am based in London, United Kingdom. Welcome to the third edition of Akada Children's Book Festival, creating dynamic illustrations for children's book. With over 20 years of experience, I have had the privilege to work with publishing houses, both big, medium-sized, and small. I have helped to create fantastic illustrations, dynamic illustrations for various projects ranging from books, from posters, from children's merchandise, etc. So what do we mean by dynamic illustrations in children's picture books? Are we trying to make things complex? Are we trying to confuse the reader? Or are we trying to incorporate some secret code into our work? Or is it even rocket science? No! Let's start by defining what we mean by dynamic. So I've gone on to Google to dig up some definitions and here are my findings dynamic of a process or system characterized by constant change activity or progress so for example a dynamic political scene and here is another example which relates to a person positive in attitude and full of energy and new ideas so an example is a dynamic young girl so from the definition how can we then incorporate that into our illustration creating dynamic illustration is just a way of infusing our illustrations with life and energy 
thus making our illustrations come alive and creating a rich and an engaging experience for the reader, the parents, adults and the teachers. So in order for us to achieve our objective of creating this dynamic illustration, there are some fundamentals that we need to look at. And here they are. Number one, facial expressions. Okay, so when you drawing your character, how does your character react to the person they are really they are talking to, the environment? How do you project the mood of your character on paper? So facial expression is very vital. Next is body language. Okay, is your character happy or is your or is he or she sad? You need to be able to use the body of your character to express what your character is feeling at that very particular point in time. We also have perspective. Where is your character placed? You need to be able to, to, to create an environment that your character sits in properly just for, for us to have an understanding of what is going on in the environment. Another thing to consider is the point of view. Okay, so from what angle are we looking at what is happening on the page? Okay, in your illustration. Are we looking at the scenario take place from the top, from the eye level, or from below the eye level? You need to be able to show this in your illustration because it is very important. Environment plays a very crucial role as well. What is going on in the environment that your character is in? Okay, Is your character outside or is it inside? So if it's inside, is it in the sitting room or in the bedroom? So things like this are very important. If it's in the room, you show the bed, uh, the furnitures. If it's in the sitting room, then yes, you show the TV. If there's a TV, you show the chairs and, and all other things that make up the sitting room. The last but not the least, interesting color palettes. You can also use colors to show dynamism in your illustration because they help to create moods especially if you have like a sunset colors like orange yellow um, brown they help to set the tone of the scene and if it's like a winter or a snowy environment colors like blue green, white, helps to define the mood and also the scenario or the scene your character is in. So where do we get inspiration if we are to create dynamic illustrations? For me as a person, I go onto the internet. I check Google, uh, I, uh, especially for instance, if I'm looking for somebody running 
I go on the on Google and I do a search. I put in the keyword running, man running, boy running, character running, and then whatever Google comes up with, I'm able to then use as reference for my work. Another source is nature and our surrounding. Nature is full of various examples. When you go out, you go down your street, you see how people are interacting, they're walking to and fro. You can get a thing or two from there. You know, you go to the park, as in my case, sometimes if I want to draw trees, I go to the park, I look at the trees, I look at the colors, the shades, you know, the characteristics. Another source of inspiration is ourselves. Okay. You can, for you, if you want to capture a particular expression, facial expression, you can use a mirror. Just put the mirror in front of you and you can do the funny facial expressions, maybe like laughter or when you're sad or something or you can use your camera if you've got a, 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 um, a smartphone that has a camera you can use that just create the facial expression maybe a sad face take the picture or if it's like a laughter maybe your character is laughing ha 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 just take the picture and that will serve as a good source of inspiration other sources of inspirations are books magazines, media, and what I mean by that, TV, video, and you can also learn from experienced illustrators, those who have already had their works published in children's books. Here we have a scene from my ongoing picture book project uh, that involves Wally and his sister. And it's, the story is about their visit to their grandma's house. Um, in this scene here that you can see, uh, they were uh, the two of them were trying to escape the wind. They were trying to avoid the wind carrying them away. So they had to run into grandma's house. And in the process, Shaliwa ended up slamming the door that shook everything in the house, including grandma's finest china wares you know so here you, as you can see wally trying to save the china wares even grandma's special mug uh, which unfortunately he wasn't able to do so the next scene now i'm going to show um going to show him with the sister uh, um, afraid sad because grandma's sacred or special mug uh, you know is broken um so and for a project like this you have to familiarize yourself with the story i've i've worked on the story i understand the characters you know their expressions their movements body language and these are things that we've discussed earlier that are you know are important you know, for us to convey the right mood, to convey the right message, you know, to our reader, you know, because after all, we want to give them a rich, engaging experience. So 
we have to use all these things. We have to incorporate all these things into our illustration. So I'm going to be working on the next page, okay? And as I said to you, I've already done the research. I understand my characters. So here, I'm going to be doing the demo on my Wacom Cintiq tablet. Uh, I've used this over the years. I've gotten used to it. And you don't have to use this. You can follow along using a pen, tool, and a paper. Um, in fact, ideas flow more, you know, when you use pencil and, and paper. So, but I've, I'm used to this. I've been using this over the years. So here I'm going to be working on the next scene. And what I want to establish first is the, uh, um, the point of view, sort of like what you would say is the camera angle. So I, I start by kind of like drawing the room because if you look at the, the, the other illustration, the page before, you can see that it's tilted a bit and that is also part of the dynamism we're trying to, um, you know, incorporate into, into our work. So, but here, because the door is shut now and the effect of the wind is less pronounced, um, the perspective that I'm going to use here is not going to be tilted, but sort of like the right way, right way up. Okay, because now we want to concentrate on the characters, not so much the surrounding. Okay, so um, I start that by first just trying to establish the perspective view. Okay. So you start, you know, roughly, okay? There's no need for you to uh, be too detailed because when you're using a tool like this, it gives you the flexibility to be able to um, so when you're using a tool like this, it just gives you the flexibility uh, to be able to um, make mistakes, you know, and then and get back on track. So I've established sort of like the perspective view that I want to use. And now is I need to incorporate the characters. So I start by creating a new layer. Oops, I've done two layers here. Okay, so we've got, if you look at the image again, we've got Wally. So Wally kind of is a because it, it, I mean, you can you can look you can see the, his head. It looks as if it's big, but you just bear with me. You will see what I'm trying to to achieve. Okay. 
what I'm trying to achieve here. Okay, so as you can see from the illustration that I'm doing, I'm just trying to establish some forms. Um, like for instance, the perspective. Um, I've got Wally on the floor, trying to reach for the broken mug. Uh, grandma's special broken mug. I've got the sister in the background also sort of like really gasping uh, so okay so once we've sort of like um, gotten the perspective then we start working on the character to sort of like you know establish some forms you know and, and start telling our story okay because even we as illustrators we do tell stories with our illustrations so it's not only the text okay so so we've got Wally there and I've got the sister Shalewa in the background sort of like covering her mouth and looking I'm peeping rather from behind. So we got her, just draw her. So all of this you can do on, on you know, with a pencil and a paper. It's just that, you know, I've been using this Wacom tablet and it's so, it makes it very easy for me to experiment and you know, try things out. I mean, I don't have to really go into too, too much details. So it's just for me to establish the form. Am I okay? Am I happy with the way things are? So from what I've done here, yeah, uh, I, I am. I am happy um, with that. So we then now move on to grandma's, the, the broken mug. So I think maybe I can do that on another layer. Yeah, yeah because working with layers, it just makes it easy. You can move things around, you know, but on your paper, I mean, if you're using pen and pencil and paper, you know, just have your eraser with you. So if you're not happy with the way you've placed something, you can just erase it. This is just a quick sketch, really, to just establish, you know, uh, um, the forms, you know, to get the point of view, perspective, things right. You don't go, you don't dive in straight away, you know, and start fleshing out the details. Start with a rough bit, okay? So that once you're happy with the perspective, you're happy with 
the, the, the posing of the characters, then yeah, you can then start incorporating the details. So you can start refining, okay, uh, 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 um, the illustration. So, so here we are, we have grandma's broken. Yeah, I think I need to put in more, more details and make it like, yeah. Show, show that, yeah, it's really, really damaged. Okay. Okay, so just got the mug and with the broken handle here. So, okay, yeah, so that's kind of like the broken handle. Uh, let me just change the And the bits where it's broken away from from the mark so yeah okay so as you can see um i've sort of like established the shot okay so i can then now i mean because this are the key elements of the illustration that we're working on and now we can then sort of like move on to all the, the other bits like for instance the cabinet, um, the, the window, the door, and um, any other thing that we want to incorporate. Maybe like the broken plates, the broken chinaware. So once we've, we've got this, so I'll start putting in the cabinet. Grandma's wooden cabinet. Because Wally was able to save this from falling down. But unfortunately, he couldn't save all the plates. So. Okay. So, as you can see, this is also, we're incorporating the perspective element into the incorporating perspective element. So, we're not just drawing it face on. So, and here we've got the shelves. So work on the shelves. Oops. Um, okay.
that's the beauty of you know using a tool like this so if you make a wrong draw make a wrong move you can always use you can always undo it and then make it right and you can also do it with your pencil and your paper and the razor okay so once we've got that we've got the shelf and that's kind of like the perspective perspective view so we've got that and then we can put the door in the background because that just you know it sits our characters down you know it's really part of the scene but it's not it's not major i can actually get away without incorporating it but it's good to to have it there right okay so now we've got our scene we've got uh wally trying to reach for the broken mug uh we've established the form of shallyway in the background as you can see she's got her hands over her mouth now we want to start incorporating more details especially the facial expressions and we'll start with wally's so we'll go back to the layer wally is on and So, just to, because uh, obviously, um, grandma's mug is broken and it's a special mug. Obviously, the expression on Wally's face will be that of fear, you know. So, we've got the eyes, bulge eyes. And the nose. And then we've got the mouth. So yeah so yeah so you can see we've done you can see the expression okay so, so is that kind of like creating that dynamism we've been talking about and you can see the mouth as well uh, uh i'm showing that oh he, he like he's in trouble okay so that's the ears so Okay, so that's that. And now, I mean, for Wally, what we can now do to to finish off the bit on Wally is then just draw the the hand, the fingers, 
trying to reach out and pick up the pieces. Uh, so we've got his hand reaching out. Okay. Uh, trying to reach out, reach out, reach for the for the broken mug. Okay. So as far as Wally is concerned, we are pretty much there, you know, in just trying to get that first phase of the illustration to establish all these things that we all the fundamentals of what makes a dynamic uh, uh, um, illustration. So we will then move on to to Chale, to Shalewa, and the same thing, the same treatment goes for her in the sense that she too is sad she's afraid so yes we give her big bulgy eyes you know because this is also what is going to tell us the feeling that she is going through at present so just zoom in a bit more So we just zoom in a bit more. Once we do it, we get that. We get the thing we we and then work on the fingers. Okay. So we then work on the fingers. Just to sort of help us show what Shalawa is going through. And her expression is like, oh, oh dear, you know, so. So what have we done? And as I said, okay, this is not the final refined work, okay? Because for, for you to incorporate everything that we've discussed so far, you have to test things out. You have to try things. You can't just, hey, here's the paper, and just go straight and dive in. You really have to um, build things up gradually, gradually, until we, you get to the desired uh, uh, um, destination, if I may say that. Uh, so there you go. So here, so I'm not particularly worried about um, the details at this time or her dress, the way it is. What I'm just trying to establish here, uh, uh, the expressions, the pose, 
uh, point of view. Because even for me, as it is like this, I'm happy to, to sort of like stand back and have a look at what what we've been able to achieve. Okay, so there we have it. Okay, so there we have it. We have the mark, the expression on, on Wally's face and even the one on on, on Shaliwe as well. And then we have the surrounding, the perspective, just to sort of like um, uh, sit our characters down so that they're not like floating in the air. Okay. Okay. So yeah. There you go. I'm happy. I'm happy with this. And then the last thing is maybe just to have some broken plates, you know, round bits and pieces, scattered, you know, scattered pieces all around, you know. Okay, so I'm happy with what we've where we've gotten to so far. At least we've been able to create the point of view, incorporate perspective, and then also uh, um, we've touched on the facial expression, the body language, as you can see, Shaliwa grasping, you know, with her hands on her face, you know. So, and, you know, the, the, the mug, on the floor and things, all the bits and pieces on the floor. So here we are. Okay. So now we've got a rough layout of our illustration. This is good enough for me to send over to the author to get their feedback. So once we've gotten the feedback and we've incorporated the changes, then yes, we can then go to the final rendering. But for now, this is this is really good here are some examples of work that i've done in the past that shows some of the fundamentals that we have discussed so far things like facial expression body language perspective environment etc so in this example of the father eating his evening meal you can see how I have used the facial expression and also perspective and also the, the point of view. For this example, in order to achieve the dynamism that we're looking for, you can see what the two boys are doing. There's one of them jumping and the, one, the other one is on the bed. And you can see how the papers are flying all around. It just creates something fun for the reader to see or even to talk about. With this example, 
here I've used colors. So as I've said earlier, that apart from facial expression, body language, perspective, you can also use color, you know, to, to show the dynamism. Um, here, in this one here, we have um, the perspective coming into play. We have the facial expression of of the gentleman as well and you can see how I've used colors to sort of like determine the mood of the illustration. For this example, this is just a simple sketch of a happy boy who is um, happy, um, excited and you can see how I've drawn the arms out wide, his eyes closed and he's got a smile, or should I say he's laughing, and then the whole body structure, you can see he's, he's, he's jumping. So those are things that you can infuse into your illustration to give it life. For this example, we have the mother and child. So her facial expression, body language comes into play. You can see the mother, how the mother's eyes are, how she's looking, you know, um, at her daughter. And then her daughter as well, looking up to the mother with that sad expression on her face. In this example, we have used perspective, body language, point of view, and I've also used different shades of the gray color to create the mood, to create the glow as well. And on the, on the side of the illustration, you can see the picture that I took because I had to take a picture of myself because I really couldn't get the angle. I couldn't draw the fingers right, which is what I said earlier that it's, if you're not sure or you don't know how to go about something, use a mirror or take a picture of yourself, okay? Creating that pose. I believe basic artistic skills are very important. You need to have a flair for illustration because that is what is going to help when you're practicing. You have to have the passion for it. You have to be interested in it. And once you've taken care of those bits, what is left for you is just to practice and practice. Nobody's born perfect. You have to practice. I did. I practiced a lot. And that is how I, be, I got to the stage I'm at at the moment. Do you mean as in writer's block? Well, uh, for creative block, what I tend to do is I, I get away from everything. I get away from my monitor, 
I get away from the story and either I take a walk or maybe just go and sit down and watch TV or maybe watch a cartoon program uh, um, and then I can use that to sort of like wind down, re-energize myself and then come back and start again. Give myself 30 minutes to an hour and then I'll come back to it. So that usually helps me. A very interesting question. Well, I don't have a favorite illustration. Each illustration I produce, I put my all into it. So what I can say to that question or how I can answer that question is that each illustration gets better the more I progress. So it's not a case of, oh, I've done something maybe like five years ago and it's still better than what I've done now. No. Each step of the way, I get better. And so I would just say that the latest illustration that I've done is what I would count as my favorite. That is kind of like a tough question to answer because here the question says continually reject it or reject your work. Um, my process is that I always make sure I carry the client along with me when I'm doing their work. It's not that I'll go away and come back and give them the work. So it is very important to make sure you carry the client, the author whose book you're illustrating, you carry them along with you each and every step of the way, thereby eliminating frequent rejection. Once you do something, you quickly show it to the client. Do you like it? Can, do you, are there any changes you want to make? Shall we progress? Those are the sort of questions you need to ask. And when you do that, you will eliminate or reduce rejection. Right. Well, um, I do this by keeping myself up to date. Most of the softwares that I use, I go to the vendors, go to their website, check out the latest updates. And even on the internet, when I see fellow illustrators' works, I look at it and it's like, if I've got the tool, if I, if I like the style and I've got the tool, then I'll, I'll, I'll jump on my system and then I'll practice as well. So I keep myself updated by going online, seeing other people's work, 
going to um, um, my vendors or, 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 or software providers website and get the latest tools. Thank you for your time. I hope you've been able to learn one or two things from what we've discussed so far and even from the demo. I hope some things what we've been discussing have come to light and uh, my belief is that you will be able to then take these things put them into your illustrations so that you can make your illustrations come to life if you would like to know more about me and find out more about my ongoing project please visit www.tolishofule.art and on the social media which is king nowadays you can get me on instagram at tolishofule on twitter at tolishofule on facebook at tolishofule thank you and bye for now